New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Well, hello, I am Nikki Tigg. I serve here at New Vision with our student ministry team, and welcome back to day 10 of Joe Knows. We are reading through the life of Joseph. And today I will continue on and we will be in Genesis chapter 43, verses 17 through 34. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Verse 17. So the man did as Joseph told him and took them into Joseph's palace. The brothers were terrified when they saw that they were being taken into Joseph's house. It's because of the money someone put in our sacks last time we were here, they said. He plans to pretend we stole it. Then he will seize us, make us slaves, and take our donkeys. The brothers approached the manager of Joseph's household and spoke to him at the entrance of the palace. Sir, they said, we came to Egypt once before to buy food. But as we were returning home, we stopped for the night and opened our sacks. Then we discovered that each man's money, the exact amount paid, was in the top of his sack. Here it is. We've brought it back with us. We also have additional money to buy more food. We have no idea who put the money in our sacks. Relax. Don't be afraid, the household manager told them. Your God, the God of your father, must have put this treasure into your sacks. I know I received your payment. Then he released Simeon and brought him out to them. The manager then led the men into Joseph's palace. He gave them water to wash their feet and provided food for their donkeys. They were told they would be eating there, so they prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came home, they gave him the gifts that they had brought him, then bowed low to the ground before him. After greeting them, he asked, How is your father? The old man you spoke about, is he still alive? Yes, they replied. Our father, your servant, is alive and well. And they bowed low again. Then Joseph looked at his brother Benjamin, the son of his own mother. Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? Joseph asked. May God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried from the room because he was overcome with emotion for his brother. He went into his private room where he broke down and wept. After washing his face, he came back out, keeping himself under control. Then he ordered, bring the food. The waiters served Joseph at his own table. His brothers were at a separate table. The Egyptians who ate with Joseph sat at their own table because Egyptians despise Hebrews and refused to eat with them. Joseph told each of his brothers where to sit And to their amazement, he seated them according to age, oldest to youngest. And Joseph filled their plates with food from his own table, giving Benjamin five times as much as he gave the others. So they feasted and drank freely with him. Now, I consider myself uh, very familiar with the story of Joseph. But when walking slowly through this passage, I noticed so many things I hadn't noticed before. For instance, I never noticed that this passage really begins with fear and it ends with feasting. 
In verse 18, Joseph's brothers are fearful because they think they are being taken to Joseph's house and they think they're being set up. They think that they're going there because they've been set up and they fear that they will be seized and made slaves. It's just so interesting that they fear the exact thing that they did to Joseph. And you can tell that they were cautious because they immediately began to approach and explain to the manager that they don't know how the, their money had been returned to their sacks. And verse 19 says he spoke to them, they, that they spoke to him at the entrance. So it tells us that they wasted no time. Like before they could even get into the palace, they wanted to explain this to, to the manager. And I love his response, the manager's response in verse 23. He says, relax, don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, must have put this treasure in your sacks. I know I received your payment. Then he released Simeon and brought him out to them. It's just crazy that they were so filled with fear. While they were filled with fear, they had no idea that a feast was being prepared. So the manager then led the men into Joseph's palace he gave them water to wash their feet. He provided food for their donkeys. And then they were told that they would be eating lunch with Joseph. Which is absolutely crazy because moments before, <laughs> just moments earlier, they thought they were being set up. They thought they were being set up and had already run through their minds that they're getting ready to, you know, they won't be able to return home and they're going to be taken captive as slaves. And now... They are being treated with such kindness and favor. Absolutely undeserved kindness and favor. And the next few verses show us that Joseph came home and his brothers ended up bowing to him twice. Now I can only imagine that once again, Joseph had to think of those dreams that he'd had in Genesis chapter 37. He'd had those dreams of, of his family bowing to him. And next, Joseph looks at his younger brother, Benjamin, and he gave a personal greeting to him. And here comes verse 30. <laughs> Joseph hurried from the room because he was overcome with emotion for his brother. He went into his private room where he broke down and wept. And this verse just got me. It, it just hit me because Joseph leaves the room. He can't even stay in the room. He leaves quickly. He's emotional from seeing his baby brother. And the verse tells us that he wept. This is not an average cry. <laughs> There's so much emotion here. And I know that we are familiar with scripture and people's stories in the scriptures, but just walking slowly through these scriptures, I just um, encourage you, as I've been encouraged myself, to really remember the humanity of, of each person that we read in this story. And I just can't help but think of Joseph's humanity in this moment. There's so much emotion here. There's so much emotion that he is weeping. And it just hit me, like, is he weeping because of how much time he missed with his family? 
Is he thinking about how he was robbed of a chance to grow up with his family and just be with them? And I wonder, did just seeing his his little brother make him miss his mom that was taken from him in death? Or did seeing his little brother make him think of his dad that he'd been taken from? He'd been taken from his dad because of jealousy and hate. And maybe the tears were falling because he was just thinking about all he'd been through. He'd been falsely accused. He'd been forgotten in jail. He had so much that he'd gone through in his life. But I also have to wonder, did he weep from sorrow over what had been taken from him? Or did he weep out of thankfulness that he was actually able to share a meal? He was going to share a meal with his brothers for the first time in years. Or maybe... Seeing them bow reminded him of God's faithfulness. Maybe seeing that reminded him of those dreams he'd had long ago and to live in that moment and actually see this happen. Maybe that just brought him to tears, just thinking about God's faithfulness. And whatever it was, it hit him hard. Like so hard, he had to go wash his face and get himself together before he could even go back to the table. And he was still processing everything, and he was not quite ready to reveal his identity. He even sat at a different table, and he still chose not to tell his brothers who he was, even though he was clearly emotional about being reunited with them. And verse 34 tells us that the brothers feasted and drank freely together. And I just think it's interesting that these brothers came to Egypt fearful. Remember, their their other brother was being held in jail (laughs) and their money had been mysteriously returned to them. They're taking this long journey. They were hungry. They were likely hungry. We, We know this because there was a famine in the land and they were coming to buy food. So this is how the day starts, just loaded with all of these things, with fear and not having their brother. And, and their dad is um, upset that he's that they're taking a, another brother with them. They have so much on their minds as the day starts. And by noon, they are refreshed and feasting. And that just blows me away. I think about how hungry were their bellies you know, because they they have been in this famine and then there's a feast. They went from just such a um, state of, of hunger to an abundance. So they went from fear to and famine to feasting. That just, like I said, blows me away because I just had never really thought through that um, as I've read this story. And also, I don't know about you, but I've always read this story. And I wanted to be Joseph. All throughout the stories of Joseph, like I was just so inspired. I've been inspired by him. And I would like to think that I am Joseph in the story. But if I'm honest, I really wanted Joseph's character, but not his hardship. And I have to be honest and realize that I'm much more like his brothers. I am guilty but receive grace and undeserved favor. And 
Joseph paid the price. He paid a price because of his brother's sin. And he extended grace to them. He showed them kindness, which allowed them to go from the place of fear to feasting. And Jesus really does the same thing for us. And just to close, I wanted to um, just take, just think of a few people in this story. Just something for us to take note of from the people in the story. Because I love scripture and I love that we get to learn from people. And I just think of the manager in Joseph's palace, the way he responded to the brothers about the money in the bag, he used that opportunity to point back to God by saying, you're God, the God of your father must have put this treasure in your sacks. He didn't just say, oh, I don't know what happened. He used that opportunity to point back to God. And that just reminds me of just honestly our existence. The point of us is to point to him. So learning something from the manager um, in this story. Also, when I think of the brothers, I learned something from them that there's grace when we've messed up. There is grace. So I learned that from them and able to, um, they were able to receive that. I mean, at first, they, I think they had a hard time with that, but they eventually were able to receive that. And that also is a message for us. And um, lastly, Joseph, a lesson we can learn from him is to show love and forgiveness to those who harmed you. And we all have hurts. We all have offenses. We all have stuff. But man, Joseph just really shows us how to love people well. He was hurt by the people closest to him like life-altering change, and he responded in love and forgiveness, and that's something that we uh, can take note of, and we can do the same. So thank you so much for walking through this passage with me. Please join us as we continue um, with chapter 44. Again, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.